Who? Me? Retire? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I'm not, 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 not retiring. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the latest Open Commute in association with Callaway Golf, a very special edition of the Bunkered Podcast. Coming to you live from St Andrews, Michael McEwen here. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in. It's a pleasure to have your company as you're no doubt heading to work this morning. Wednesday morning, the first shots of the Open Championship are just 24 hours away. And we're coming to you live from my bedroom in the rental house that we have in St Andrews, up the back end of the town, recording live on, well, it's Tuesday night just now, and I have company in the room. Just, <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it there. Yes. Your bed is unmade, and to my left, three and a half feet are your are yesterday's underpants. Yes, but they're clean-ish, so. Yes, uh, honestly, and your towel, which has been Drying. over parts of your body that I don't even want to think about. So this is, for a start, hugely unprofessional. And I would like to point out, like, my, everyone knows Michael's extremely good at his job. Oh, thank you. But I would like to point out that this is the second time we've done this podcast in the last five minutes because he didn't press record Whoops. five, ten minutes ago. So here we go again. If at first you don't succeed. Just do it again. Which has been the motto of the day, it feels yes. like, because you weren't even meant to be on this episode. No, that's right, yes, because somebody uh, wasn't able to make it, and mm -hmm. I'm a late sub. Well, so. they were able to make it, just... Oh, yes. Yes, that, I, I made a slight boo-boo. Yeah, you didn't have the memory card. Correct. Which is a huge asset when you're doing a podcast. Well, where else am I going to record it onto? Where am I going to save it? Evidently. Yeah, yes. That's, that's a huge... So I, I did have a very yeah. special guest lined up. Not that you're not special. Thank guys, you. But I did not foresee the Tuesday night of the 150th Open with you in my bedroom. <laughs> so, but as Tiger Woods would say, it is what it is. And here we are. So let's just put a brave face on it and I'd, we'll soldier we'll on. We'll just plough through it. So to speak. Look, as you're listening to this, it's Wednesday morning. The first tee shots, as I say, of the Open are less than 24 hours away. Quite a, quite an exciting prospect, if we're being honest. And the man who has the honour, if we want to call it the honour, of hitting the opening tee shot is Scotland's Paul Laurie. Gets us underway just after 6.30 on Thursday morning. Second time that the 1999 Champion Golfer of the Year has had this quote-unquote honour. He did the same at St Andrews in 2010. Bryce, your thoughts? Is is hitting the opening shot at the at the Open an honour? Yes and no, because they are in air clear. It's a bit of a, a statement, really, isn't it? They don't just pick out a hat. There's a deliberate ploy to do it. I think it is an honour for Paul. I know for a fact that some players don't like that. We know that some past champions have had that and haven't really appreciated it because they've felt that though they were still competitive... I think Paul would be the first to admit that he's not quite the competitive element he used to be, which is fine. But you know what? I think anything that highlights Paul Laurie and what he's done for the junior game in this country, not necessarily for the pros, which mm -hmm. although he has, has done that as well. And one of them is here playing this week, exactly. David Law. Yep. So I think anything that highlights Paul and what he's done, puts him on a pedestal, I think can only be a good thing. Yeah, completely agree. It's interesting to note, somebody told me this on social media. But Paul has started using a yellow golf ball. I don't I don't know if that's true. But the first shot of the 150th oh, Open a yellow ball. will be a yellow ball. Regular Brilliant. listeners will know how I feel about that. Yes. But look, as you rightly said, Bryce, everything that Paul Laurie's done for the game in this country, 
he can hit whatever colour ball he wants off the first exactly. team. I think we'll give him that one. I think we That's will. Fine. So Tuesday at the Open is traditionally a very busy day. Certainly for those of us in the media, there's an awful lot of press conferences that go on. Kicked off this morning at nine o'clock with Rory McIlroy. Liked what I heard and saw from Rory. Looks very calm, looks ready, and he looks poised to end the major drought this week. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's quite strange. It's actually been unlike an Open I can remember. And I actually like, realised I've not been to the Open for four years. Just is to, that right? Due to logistics and so on. And I know my chair in this bedroom is very noisy. That's all right. Come and sit in the bed next to you. <laughs> no, I'll keep the noisy chair, thanks. It's been a bit of a a, a strange open to me to start. It, it, it's quiet. Players are in a bit more of a jovial mood. Mm -hmm. I thought Rory was the same. No one seems to be, and I don't mean to say that, no one seems to be taking it seriously. No one's in game mode yet. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. all kind of chilled out. The one thing I can't, I know we'll talk about Tiger in a minute, but the one thing I can't get around is Tiger's attitude, which we can come to. Mm -hmm. But Rory was the same. He was quite, they're all quite happy to talk about Tiger and there's a few guys getting a bit upset about Liv. But you're right, no one has knuckled down and talked about me. No one, sometimes you can get some press conferences that are just a wee bit awkward because somebody's straight down the line. That's not happened yet. Everyone seems to have bought into the, the celebratory aspect yes, of this week. which I think is what the RNA would be delighted with. And I have to say this, the RNA have absolutely smashed this week. I think this Open is phenomenal. The signage... In what ways? The signage, it looks like a big deal. Now, you cannot make something a big deal. We all know about that. <laughs> you cannot just suddenly decide that something is huge and has significance. Absolutely everyone is talking about the 150 Everyone's talking about St Andrews. Everyone's talking about the heritage. We had Jack Nicholas going through the town today. He was nearly crying his eyes out. Scots were in the street shouting at the car, taking pictures and video. It's phenomenal. And it's just, it's got a, this has an air of a really, really special week. And it's a privilege to be here. You absolutely nailed it. I couldn't have said it any better. It's funny, it's, it's exactly what we needed. Yeah. You know, after all yeah, we've yeah. been through the past four, five, six months in this game, we all know why, and I'm going to do my best to not go there, but I, I've been saying for quite a few weeks now, we are owed something by the mm -hmm. golf gods just mm -hmm. now, and so far they, and you're right, the RNA have delivered. Mm -hmm. The golf course looks absolutely sensational. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, I was looking out this evening, the fairways all very brown and yellowy they're getting there they're getting to that sort of crisp look that you want the greens are green yeah they're, they're very very yeah, green still a wee bit too green so what are you expecting the course to look like and how are you expecting it to play when probably similar a bit similar to Carnoustie the last time Carnoustie got was the same and then it got more brown and I think that'll happen as the week goes on I don't think the water throughout the weekend I think they'll let it dry out but it's all dependent on the weather mm -hmm. Really? I mean, I agree that the I was listening to some Americans walking across. I was going towards the Tented Village, walking across 16 today, and the Americans were talking about, I couldn't hit a shot off this. That's It was like, this is a tide lie. Like, they, they, they were talking about how they couldn't hit a shot. I was giggling to myself, like, go all over <laughs> Scotland, this is what you'll see. But that it just goes to show they're just not used to that. Yeah, That is not something that they would see. And the grass is, it's almost not there. It is the, the, I would actually say that's the brownest I've seen the old course for a long, long time. 
Are you liking what you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. That's what it was meant to be. You said that yesterday. When I was also a guest in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's meant to look like that. I, I remember running up that golf course in the nine, in the early 90s and it, it looked like that. And it had, it's got that feeling of a burnt boiling hot open where there's dust in the air and brilliant. Tell me about the Tented Village. You spent a bit of time there earlier on. What did you see? What did you like? You know what? I went in the shop. I think the shop looks good. I actually spoke to... A bit more Augusta-esque this a time, A wee bit, yes. I spoke to someone, whose brand will remain nameless, but they were exhibiting in the shop and they said, there's one thing they've done, which they don't necessarily agree with the RNA have done, is they've moved a lot of the brands about. So there's not one corner, like there's not a corner for Adidas. There's not a corner for Footjoy. You just move from bit to bit. I think that forces people to walk about. There's no sections in the shop that are loaded with people and you just mm-hmm. go to that bit, what are they looking at? But the one thing that I noticed is that the prices were not astronomical. Mm-hmm. They were good. And everyone has said that. You know, guys are buying really quite nice long sleeve polo tops and um, hoodies for like 55, 65 pounds. I think that's all right. I know there's some people going, that's a disgrace, but I disagree. I'm sorry, I think. Those are good prices. There's some great polo shirts. The accessories are brilliant. I saw quite a nice, uh, I was thinking for myself, like quite a nice leather laptop bag. I thought it was quite nice, but it's 400 quid. <laughs> well, yeah, so you didn't yeah. buy it. No. So I thought, are there anyone? Some like things expenses don't cover. <laughs> no, no, no. So there, there's, there's, there's something for everyone. And the Tented Village as a whole, it's mobbed. It is, like, isn't the, it? The, it's mobbed. And somebody said today, look at look at the hospitality, the, the, the catering area. Mm-hmm. There's no seats. And it was like two in the afternoon. What, as in so, full? Yeah, yeah, it was mobbed. Mm. But I don't think I can remember a, an open being so busy, so early, with such a buzz. And I've said this before. Thursday, when he steps onto that, we know who he is, when he steps onto that tee, this place is going to go insane. Mm-hmm. We'll come to he who shall not be named until part two very shortly. Final thing on the Tented Village, do you buy anything? Yes, I bought my son a t-shirt. And Ooh. it was, I think it was £20, £25. Fantastic. So he'll look forward to receiving that when you go home. You're, just for the listener's benefit, you are heading off on Thursday morning, so you're waiting to see the opening shots and then... I actually might, I, I want to be in the office Thursday morning, so I might go down tomorrow night, but we'll see. But you've always enjoyed watching the open on TV anyway, in case yes. anyone thinks that you're skiving or whatever. No, no. You, you enjoy the TV experience. Absolutely. Open, my my weekend is sorted. You know, you're going to be here at the weekend. A couple other guys are going to be here at the weekend for us. But my job is to be sitting watching the telly with everyone else, with everyone who wasn't lucky enough to get a ticket. That's my thing. I know I've, I've got all gets opinions on Sky Sports and so on. I like Sky. I'm, I'm on the record as saying I like Sky Sports coverage. Look what times they're doing it from. There's <laughs> all day. That's what we've all wanted. That's the type of showcase that the RNA will want and that's what they get from Sky and I can't wait for it. Well said. More to come from Bryce and I in part two coming right up. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about smashing it. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. But I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think of Oh, that's bomb. With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Smoked it. Bombed. See ya. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. The moments, the memories, the chance to be there. Apply now for tickets for the 151st Open, Royal Liverpool 2023. 
head over to theopen.com. Ticket ballot closes on Wednesday the 20th of July. Welcome back. Part two of today's Open Commute in association with Callaway Golf coming to you live from my bedroom in St Andrews. And a very nice bedroom it is. It is actually a nice I'm, bedroom. I'm trying hard not to think about who else has occupied this room because it has a very sort of studenty look. It's a, if you know it's what it's I mean. a studenty place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a student house. So oh, is I, it really? They've obviously been kicked out. Yeah, the student house. Mm, okay. um, so then I'm really trying hard not to think about what's going on in here. Previously. Yeah, um, don't look at the floor. You might see stuff you don't want. No, uh, it's it, it's clean, you know, and mm. um, yeah, I've got no complaints apart from my boxers that are very close. To yeah, me. and the yeah. fact that you ate half my dinner tonight. Oh, right, fine, go for it. So I had a curry, and I looked down at my dish, and uh, <laughs> I'd saved two bits of chicken at the end of the curry, and they're all gone. <laughs> Turns out Michael <laughs> ate them because he thought it was his curry, so I didn't get to finish my dinner. They looked alike. They tasted very different, it must be said. <laughs> no wonder it was my dinner. The funny thing is, I'm eating what I thought was the second part of my dinner, going, oh, it's a wee bit spicier. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's it just coming on now. But no, no, that's mine. Sorry so, about that. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Look, let's go to Tiger Woods. First of all, it kind of looks like we were wrong when we said, you know, we felt that like there was a big announcement coming. He told Sky Sports today, after his press conference, that he is not retiring. Now, Fine. But I'll believe it when I see it. I can't help but think that Tiger will not announce four days in advance necessarily when he's calling it a day. He'll call it a day and then let everyone know he's done, is my feeling. So I'm not saying that he's going to retire this week. I'm maybe going to backpedal somewhat. But what I would say to you all listening to this, do not rule it out completely. This is Tiger Woods, expect the unexpected. Put it this way, his attitude this week is completely different from anything he's had in history. In what way? He's extremely serious. There he is on the practice putting green with Rory, deliberately putting balls up on, on up, up the green, smacking off Rory's feet. He's making jokes to on the first tee with Justin Thomas, like, oh, you've never, you're not coming to the Champions Dinner. Oh, that's right, because you've never won here. He was at the JP McManus Pro-Am. He was having banter with the crowd, you know, what club will I hit? And Who are you not, and what have you done with Tiger Woods? Yeah, that's not Tiger Woods. Mm -hmm. This guy is, with the greatest of respects, He's utterly miserable in the lead up to a, to a major. He doesn't talk to anyone. He stares down the press. This is the big thing. He stares down the press and he gives boring answers. That's Tiger Woods. He's done it throughout his career. Without the golf journalists that would like to be his best pal, the journalists who are doing their job, they're the ones that say he never usually gives us anything. Mm -hmm. It's just the way he is. He's been like that for 20 years. He wasn't like that in his press conference today. Not at all. We all expected him to say nothing about Liv because he said nothing so far and he gave quite an impassioned... Expansive an answer. Anti-Liv. It was passionate. It was and a monologue. He, yeah. Who the hell expected that? And why? It's almost like he's never courted the news, ever. So this is the biggest story in the history of our sport. I don't care what anyone says, it is. I agree. And he gave this, well, here's my opinion on it. Whereas everyone else is going, I'm sick of hearing about this. He as he said, well, I'm on the stage, here we go. So it's always if he says, I'm about to leave, so I'm going to leave something behind and you're all going to love it. <laughs> so if he is, I'm Here's here for Here's what you've it. been waiting for for 25 years. Yeah. So I'm not convinced that he's going to keep going. There's elements of retirement that, you know, he can still play the Masters every mm -hmm. year. 
He can still turn up for the Open. He might play the odd event, Hero, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I think yeah. I said this other day, there's like shades of grey to retirement. Yeah. Has he played in the Open, or is he going to play in the Opener Masters for the last time? Probably not. But is he done with full-time competitive golf? I would stand by it still. You know, what? what's his next event after this week? You know, there's nothing on the calendar until yeah. the Hero, the Bahamas thing in December, which is completely pointless, and then potentially the Masters. Yeah. That, effectively... That is retirement. Exactly. By any other name. Yeah, yeah. that's retirement. If he's not planning to play anything else, that's retirement. It's Mm. no different to Ben Crenshaw, you know? It's not that different. Yeah. So, and that that still makes me sad because effectively it is the Mm. end. We're not going to get to see him anymore. Can he win this week? Not a chance in hell, no. I genuinely don't think so. He doesn't, he can't walk. If he could walk, he'd have walked at JP. He's not playing tomorrow. He went out, was it on Saturday or Sunday? He just walked with a putter and a wedge now. Saturday night, yeah. I know Justin Thomas did that as well. You telling me Justin Thomas would have turned up at the old course and just walked around with a putter and a wedge. I think that's quite a bit of a a flex when some players do that. I heard somebody else do that and I thought, why? <laughs> just go and play the golf course. <laughs> go and play nine holes. So I, I'm, I get that. He's walked something like 58, 59 holes this week. I'm not convinced. He's I just physically, it's too much. It'll be the the grind on the Friday to make the cut if he has to, which will get to him. I'll be stunned if he makes the cut. Oh, I think he'll make the cut. I'll you be think honest, so? I, I genuinely do because there's so many players in that field that don't have either the imagination, the creativity, the patience, and the courage of their convictions to play the kind of shots that that golf course demands. On one leg, Tiger could. So yeah. I would give him. I would. I would wipe out probably a good chunk of the field. I still think if he makes the cut, that is unbelievable. Yeah, and that, that really that is saddens un- that me is itself. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. That's an achievement that I just cannot understand. He struggles to walk. Yeah, but is it, I guess it's an achievement, but I, I hate the fact that it's an achievement. When have we ever celebrated Tiger Woods making I know, cuts? I know, but th- he's, it's not the same Tiger Woods. You just have to admit that. Which is why I'd love him just to walk away. I know. I, I, I don't want to see him... I don't want to see him, you know what, this sounds terrible, I don't want to see him become like Sandy Lyle. I think Sandy Lyle should have chucked it a long time ago. And I know that Sandy's not here this week, but it's the same with Sandy at the Masters. My memories of Sandy at the Masters of is of being the greatest at that point. Mm-hmm. World number one, winning the Masters, doing something no British player had ever done. And everyone still talks about that moment. Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable. But now we talk about Sandy in another way at the Masters, and I just don't like it. Yeah, it's. Do you think the Masters has been, or sorry, Sandy Lyle's reputation, if you will, yeah. has been diminished, diluted yeah, by just, what he continues like to try it. and do? I, I, I like it when the best quit at the top. When seldom they, happens in golf. It seldom happens, but that, but that's because of the sport. But he's not got much else to offer. So he, he, if he says he's fit enough to play this week. Does that, that does, well, why can't he play one event before the end of the year and see if he can't why can't he do it it's because he's physically not able mm-hmm. so just to me it's, just, it's easy for me to say just quit at the top yeah yeah you I are the, going to be but whether he's the greatest of all time but in my opinion he's played the best golf anyone's ever played yeah. whether he's the greatest of all time is up for debate no one's played better golf than him 
Yeah, Gary Player's seen Jack Nicholas at his best. He's seen Tiger Woods at his best. And he said exactly what you said. Tiger has played the game better than anyone's ever played yes. it. Is it the greatest? But we measure that by majors, or uh-huh. depending on whichever way you look at it. I just feel that Tiger is the absolute ultimate competitor, but he's not competitive. And that's why I would yeah. love him just to, to walk away. I'll hate it when he does. It's going to suck. And it's genuinely going to be the end of a pretty significant chapter in golf history. But it's also inevitable, whether it's now or 20 years from now. It's so going to happen at some point. It has to happen, in my feelings, it has to happen the right way. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'd rather he went sooner. How, I mean, you couldn't script it. You know, the mm-hmm. guy looked as though he was, he was possibly near death. Mm-hmm. He gets a recovery. Everyone's stunned that the guy's able to walk again. Then he plays again. Then he gets to potentially come to St Andrews, the 150th Open, the biggest golf tournament in history, mm-hmm. at the heart of the game, and go, you know what? Thanks for everything. I'm off. We're saying this. He might not be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he might I be know. playing the players next year. Oh, window into <laughs> Tiger's mind, eh? And to see the x-rays, imagine. Imagine that. Yeah. You sat in the press conference with your, your big pal, Justin Thomas. Is it Justin or JT? or uh, JT, yeah. yeah. Well, just when I... But it's just a two of us, it's JT. You've obviously been backing him for the Claret Jug. Did he say or did you see anything in his presser today that has changed that or strengthened no, those No, because he, he actually, yeah, he talked about he talked about bunkers. He talked about, you know. So where, he talked about bunkered? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. But he talked about, yeah, about going around the golf course. Somebody said, you know, Tiger did it without going in the, in the, in the bunkers. And can you do that? And he said, he actually said, you know, I, I'm not sure whether going around the golf course and trying to strategically not go in a bunker would help me shoot a low score. He said that, really? Yeah, and I thought, actually, wow. that's quite clever. So, which is basically him saying that Tiger was lucky. But, <laughs> yeah, he's, he said he was, he'd never been so happy to miss a cut at the Scottish Open so he could just come here and prep. Oh, which really? Is, which is horrible for the Scottish Open, but that's what he said. And he's a bit of tongue-in-cheek. But I, I still like him. I think he's got he's got amazing talent. I think he's a a really strong mental player, and and he puts that into his game. I think his dad is a genius, and I think the way he works with his dad and the chat he had off Tiger, he said, you know, I've I've got tips this week that no one else has got. Basically, I've got the ear of Tiger Woods, and <laughs> he genuinely sees that as a benefit. So. That's that's genuinely pretty good. Sorry, I'm pausing because as we are sitting here, I've just had an alert on my phone. Bryson DeChambeau has lost a major sponsor on the eve of the Open Championship. He has been dropped by Bridgestone. The Yeah, he uses Bridgestone golf balls, not anymore because of his commitment to playing Live Bridgestone has firmly put its eggs in the, its dimpled eggs, if you like, in the PGA Tour camp, says that's a key part of its growth strategy, its business strategy, and with Bryson not playing there, no longer can they support him. Breaking news. Bryce, your immediate reaction to that? Well, I'm surprised by that because if I'm correct, they are the first brand to do so. I know Callaway technically paused the relationship with Phil, but that wasn't actually anything to do with Liv. Mm-hmm. That was his controversial comments, which weren't great for PR, and I totally get it. I spoke to a couple of brands today that said they were sitting on the outside of both sides of the fence because they didn't want to make any decisions. Mm-hmm. Because 
And it's interesting, that is roughly, what time is it? That's about eight hours later that they were waiting for one brand to say, right, we are, <laughs> that's us. And, and then it's just it happened. The thing is, that's a, just a, that's a ball company. Mm-hmm. So it's not Cobra. And I don't think that'll ca- cause any sort of domino effect at all. My question is just how that's going to affect him this week. Now, I'm, as, as I say, it's breaking news. So I'm, I'm guessing that this is a recent development. It may have happened some weeks I, ago. I, they're I, only I, announcing. But. Yeah, I, I would think that's the case. And if, if that is, he's, he's entitled to play what he wants. What do you think he would do? Would he continue to play that if, ball if, if he, he was if not he, being paid for it? Imagine he he's, imagine he has a Tiger Woods at 16 in the 2005 Masters yeah, moment yeah, yeah, with the logo. The yeah. Yeah. I get that. But if he's getting any sense, he'll play with what, what, what works for him because he's not being paid to do anything. So Maybe just sharp you at the logo. But the thing is what mo- most players tend to do if they're not being paid to play a ball, they play a Titleist Pro V1. And yeah. that's what you'll probably move to. But if this happened really uh, recently, which I would be amazed if it did. I, I would find that quite poor from Bridgestone if they did that. He'll just play his Bridgestone ball. It's strange to announce it on the eve of the Open very, Championship, Very isn't strange. It? It's almost like they're courting the controversy with it, which well, I think's yeah. a bit a bit weird. Yeah, potentially. Sorry, that, that has literally just happened as we've been recording. I was going to finish up with this question, Bryce. We've spoken a lot about who we think is a title contender, who we expect to see walk away with the Claret Jug. Let's separate expectations from reality a little bit. Who do you think is an outside contender for the Claret Jug? An outside contender? We're talking well, someone like 50 to 1 in I, the Oh, God. I've no idea. I think someone who's good with their irons this week, if, uh, most players, you if, if you're not finding it off the tee, you're dead anyway, so you're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the middle of the fairway, you're in a good spot and you're a good iron player, you've got a chance. I don't know what some, I don't know what his odds are, Someone mentioned Zalatoris. Mm-hmm. Someone said today that it's potentially it is another step too far for Zalatoris to just keep trying and trying. When is the bubble going to burst? The bubble might not need to burst. Mm-hmm. It might just get bigger. And I think if you're inside the top 10 strokes gained approach, you've got a chance. I have no idea who's at 50 to 1. I think, to be honest, 50 to 1 is probably a bit, that's too big a stretch. You think that's too long? Yeah. Justin Thomas, I think I got him at sixteen to one, so I, I, I think that's pretty. <laughs> yeah, so you got Justin Thomas. At I got him 16. at sixteen. Yeah, so that, I don't know what he is now, but that's when I got him. That that feels a bit long for my life. I know that's the thing. So it's strange. I think anyone that's a good iron player will have a chance, but you you know, there's talk of it being a putting contest. I, I'm not sure it will be. That's windy out there. Mm-hmm. You can sit in your TV, sit in your couch, and think it's not that 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 is windy. At some points today, that media tent was shaking. Yes. So seasickness tablets uh, were required, and it's going to at some point. It's it's we're meant to get the odd shower, and it's potentially going to get windy. And at some point, they said they weren't sure what the winds were going to be, which potentially would give you the fear, mm, yeah, because they don't know. That's so, a bit concerning. Yeah, I think that the weather will. Forget, don't forget this. The weather will freak out a lot of people if it gets windy. That messes with people's heads. Just looking at the odds of previous Open winners over the past decade, Colin Morikawa was 40-1 to 1 at the start of Open Week last year going into Royal St George's. Shane Lowry was 99. Talking about good iron players. Molinari, 37-1. to 1. Spieth was the shortest in the last decade. He was 16, 16. Yeah, yeah, 16. Yeah, so... Rory was 18. Zach Johnson, the last time the Open came to St Andrews, 
Take a guess at what Zach Johnson's odds were pre-tournament. I think he was. He'd have been quite high, was he not? One hundred and forty-one. Yeah, one hundred and forty-one to one, apparently. So, yeah, it could be anybody. I'll I'll nail my colours to the mast. It's not because he's had great success in the Dunhill Links. It'll be a totally different type of golf course this week, clearly. But it's because I like his all-round game. I think it suits the old course, and I think he is due. Uh, a big performance in the major, and that is Tyrrell Hatton. Yeah, I saw that somebody else picked him. This Rich Beam picked Tyrrell Hatton this week um, because he liked um, his form in the Dunhill. I will say this: the Dunhill's a bit different to the Open. Much the, colder. The course is set yeah. up differently. Set up for birdies. It's set up for set, amateurs. Let's set be up honest. For choppers. Yeah. <laughs> so those who don't chop tend to just knuckle down and just pick up birdies where they want. Yeah. But. He clearly likes the golf course. I just think he's a bit of... Yeah, he's off his head at it's times. It's about his patience. Yeah. I spoke a lot earlier about like having convictions and imagination and all that sort of stuff that's required to score well round here. If he stays patient, every chance. So mm-hmm. you heard it here first, ladies and gents. And that, I'm afraid, is all we have time for because, well, besides anything else, Bryce, you and I have been in my bedroom now for half an hour and other boys don't know what we're doing here, so <laughs> we should probably call it a day there. But look, thank you for coming to the rescue at such late notice. It's a pleasure to, to hear your thoughts as ever. And if we don't have you back in the podcast again this week, I want to say it's been emotional, it's been a pleasure. And listen. I'll see you for the recap. Listen, 30 minutes in the bedroom for you is a success. Well done. <laughs> well done. And on that note, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Do enjoy the remainder of the build-up when you next hear from us. The Open will be underway. So until then, thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now.